Hello and welcome. My name is Jackie Lindahl and this is the Fit Like a Girl podcast. I am a mom, wife, an avid coffee drinker and weightlifter, as well as a personal trainer. And I own my own company called Fit Like a Girl Personal Training. In this podcast, I will help you reach your weight loss and fitness goals with no BS advice, cutting through all the myths and the crap that is out there so that you feel empowered and confident in reaching your goals. Along with fitness and health, I will also talk about many other subjects like mom stuff, life stuff, business, money, and so much more. So grab a coffee or put on your headphones and go for a walk and let's chat. Hello and welcome to the Fit Like a Girl podcast. My name is Jackie. I am your host. This is episode number two of the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. I also just wanted to give a quick thank you to everybody who gave me such amazing support and feedback and just love with starting this new venture of the podcast. Um, everybody who shared on social media and, um, shared with their friends, everybody who already subscribed and listened to episode number one, I really appreciate you so much for doing this and supporting me in this new venture. So for my topic today, um, I wanted to talk about a pretty popular subject and something that I get a lot of questions on as a personal trainer. And that is the topic of weight lifting or weight training versus cardio. And like I said, it's a really popular subject. I've covered it a lot on social media and in my blog, but I wanted to use this platform to discuss it more in depth and have it be my first real discussion on the podcast. So in this episode with weight training versus cardio, I wanted to cover which one is better. Are they truly different? Are they the same? Is one better for fat loss or weight loss versus the other? And just pros and cons of both and what they each bring to the table. So I wanted to cover all of that and as well go over some myths and clear up any confusion so that you know what to do for your own specific goals and what will work best for you. First, I wanted to cover weight training. So weight training is also known as strength training or resistance training, basically just meaning that you are adding some form of weight or resistance to your workouts. Now, why is weight training important? Well, there's several reasons and I'll go over a bunch of different ones. Um, first things first, what does weight training do? Weight training helps increase your strength to make you stronger, but also increases your muscle density and muscle mass. Now, there is a little bit of a misconception out there and I feel like it's getting better, but I still come across it sometimes where there's a myth out there that a lot of women will believe that weight training will make them bulky or Hulk like uh, manly, all these things. It does not. It does not. I think when a lot of women think about weight training or resistance training or adding heavy weights, lifting heavy, they think about like the physique bodybuilders that are out there with, you know, crazy amounts of muscle mass and stuff like that. And a few reasons why it's a myth. Number one, it takes a long time to build muscle mass. Muscle mass does not happen overnight. So weight training, no, it does not make us bulky. It takes a long time to build muscle mass with proper nutrition and a progressive overload. So what I mean by progressive overload is that over time, you're increasing your weights, increasing the amount of resistance, 
to your training program so that you're continuing to get stronger, that you're not just lifting the same amount of weight all the time. You need to continually challenge your muscles so that you will get stronger and therefore build more muscle mass over time. Instead, what does muscle weight training and gaining muscle mass actually do? So it doesn't make us bulky, but instead what it actually does is it helps shape and define our muscles combined when you combine it with proper diet and nutrition, so proper protein intake, if your goal is fat loss, then a calorie deficit, it will actually give you that toned look that everybody talks about. So if you actually look at somebody like, for example, Jennifer Lopez, um, most recently just posted like this awesome um, picture on her Instagram where she is like, man, she's looking good. She is toned. She is well-defined. You can see her shape and what Jennifer Lopez has actually been doing for quite a few years now is weight training and strength training. Like she is strong and fit, but also toned and her muscles look feminine and she's not a big physique bodybuilding competitor or, you know, manly looking, she's very toned physique. And that is from weight training. So when women actually talk about, they want to look toned, what they want is well-defined legs and stomach and arms and things like that, that is adding muscle mass to your body to shape those muscles, to give you that sleek toned look that you might be looking for. What strength training also does, not only does it help define your muscles and make you make that toned look come through, but it also just helps make you stronger and getting stronger. It just makes life easier being stronger. So you can carry in your groceries, you know, you can move your own furniture, you can lift your kids up when they're a little bit bigger, you can put your big ass dog into the bathtub, and it's not so much of a fight. All of these things by being strong makes your life easier. Not only that, but we also have to consider our quality of life. So as we continue strength training throughout our life, it actually helps keep our quality of life and make it better. So especially as we're getting older, you want to be able to have better mobility. You want to have less arthritis, healthier bones, healthier joints, and strength training helps all those things. We've all seen our grandparents and great grandparents age, right? And you can tell that as they get older, they're less mobile. They can't do things by themselves anymore. It's harder for them to get around. They need help with the simplest of daily tasks. And a lot of times it's due to them being inactive and they're not able to maintain their muscle mass as they get older. Now, you know, obviously there's exceptions to the rules and stuff, but generally I know in my grandparents' generation, it's not common to want to go to the gym and strength train and lift weights and things like that. Uh, for example, my grandfather, he's a farmer. He worked physical work his entire life. You'll never see the man in a, in a gym. Obviously as our grandparents have gotten older, their muscle mass shrinks and it makes it harder for them to get around and harder to do daily activities. Whereas if we can just get some muscle mass and maintain it for life. It makes our lives easier. So then as you age, you can move easier, which means that you have a less increased risk of falling and injuring yourself. Not only that, it helps our bone density, especially women were more prone to osteoporosis, resistance training and strength training and being active helps build up our bone density. And not only that, it helps support our joints and things like that, which helps with arthritis and things, um, decreasing the chances of severe arthritis and stuff as we age. So 
all in all, weight training, as far as quality of life goes, is incredibly helpful as we age. And even just currently, many of my clients have started weight training and they said like, you know, life is easier. I can bring my own groceries in when I go to Costco. I can move furniture around by myself without having to have my husband come and help me. I can play with my kids better, all because they're stronger from weight training. Now, as far as a fat loss or weight loss perspective, how does weight training help in and weight training or resistance training or strength training, however you want to say it helps in so many ways when it comes to weight loss and fat loss. So number one is with weight training, you don't burn as many calories in your workout as you would versus say an hour of cardio. So if you did an hour of weight training and an hour of cardio you wouldn't burn as many calories in an hour of weight training as you would with an hour of cardio. But that being said, what happens after your weight training session is what matters. And that is actually where you burn a lot more calories after your weight training session. So what happens is muscle growth doesn't happen in the gym. Muscle growth doesn't happen in the gym. Muscle growth actually occurs during recovery. So what happens is when you're in the gym and you're weight training, while you're weight training, you're actually making micro tears in your muscles. You're actually tearing, breaking your muscles down while you're in the gym strength training. And what is so cool about how muscle grows is muscle growth, like I mentioned, happens in recovery, meaning those micro tears that you just created in your muscles now have to heal. So your body goes and heals those micro tears with more muscle mass, which over time causes the muscle to grow. Um, this is also the reason why some people feel really sore after their workouts. It's called a delay onset muscle soreness. A lot of people will talk about the DOMS or the day two soreness after that, that is due to those micro tears in the muscles having to now heal. Uh, that healing and your body having to basically recreate that muscle mass to help it grow, that is where you are burning calories after your workout. So what's interesting about weight training is that you burn more calories after the workout is done while you're in recovery. And that is what is so amazing about weight training and why it's helpful for fat loss and weight loss, because you're burning more calories. Therefore it's easier to be and maintain in a calorie deficit for weight loss. Not only that, but the more muscle mass that your body actually has and maintains, the more calories that you burn, which means that you can actually increase your metabolism through weight training. So if you look at somebody, I always use this person as, a, as an example, and it's a bit of an exaggerated example, but I feel like it makes the point. If you look at Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the man is a beast, right? He is, I think, like 250 to 275 pounds of just solid brick muscle. Now, You'll see also him post on social media and stuff, his epic cheat days where he'll eat like four pizzas, big pans of brownies and stacks and stacks of pancakes. And I think the most popular one that he's posted about recently is his French toast, which looks amazing. But anyway, the man eats a lot of food a lot, like thousands and thousands of calories a day. The amount of calories that you and I could maybe dream about eating in a day. 
And the reason why he has to have that many calories is because his metabolism is so jacked due to how muscular and how jacked the man is. And again, it's a bit of an exaggerated uh, circumstance where yes, he's a male and all these things, but the same premise applies. His metabolism is crazy high due to the amount of muscle mass that he has on his body. That also happens with us, where the more muscle mass that we have on our bodies, the more our metabolism needs more calories to be able to maintain and function. So it helps increase what's called our BMR, which is our basal metabolic rate, just meaning your baseline calorie burn for the day that keeps you alive. So increasing your muscle mass helps with that. Having an increased metabolism helps keep us in a calorie deficit easier so that we don't have to be in such a strict, on such a strict diet. Like I said, there's so many benefits to weight training. The main things that we need to remember with weight training is that you need a progressive overload over time. And I already kind of discussed this, but basically saying that you need to continue challenging yourself, increasing the weights and all these things over time. And that's the great thing about weight training is it's very easy to be able to continually challenge yourself so that your body has to continue to adapt and change and grow. Not only that you do also to gain more muscle mass, you need to be able to have your nutrition on point so that you can recover. Meaning that you need enough protein intake and I I'll just, I'll go more in depth with protein intake and weight training and muscle mass a little bit, maybe in a different episode, but just for general, um, advice, you want to be having between 0.8 to one gram of protein per pound of lean body mass or your goal weight. If you don't know what your goal weight is, just pick a relative number. Um, a lot of women struggle with protein intake. So it's something that, will help so much with muscle gains and stuff like that, that that is where I like people to really concentrate on is protein intake. The other thing that we also need to keep in mind, if you're wanting to build some muscle mass is you can't be in too severe of a calorie deficit or your body won't have enough calories to be able to uh, make and build more muscle. So what you need to also do is be in more of a slight to a moderate calorie deficit, nothing too crazy so that you can maintain your strength, get through your workouts and all also have your body recover. Let's talk about cardio. I'm going to switch gears a little bit. So cardio training is also known as cardiovascular training. So cardiovascular basically refers to your heart and lungs. So cardio itself trains the heart and the lungs. It helps for endurance, increasing your aerobic capacity and conditioning. But many people assume that cardio is what you need for losing weight because of it, the calorie burn. So yes, like I already discussed, Cardio technically during a one hour session would burn more calories comparatively to weight training. However, though, what cardio doesn't have is that after calorie burn and recovery. What we need to remember with cardio is that yes, you do have that initial calorie burn, but unlike weight training, it doesn't have that after burn for recovery. Once you stop your cardio, so does your calorie burn. The body also adapts very quickly to cardio training. So your body actually wants you to be more efficient at cardiovascular training. So say we'll just use the most common example of running, but really cardio comes in many forms and I'll discuss that as well. 
your body, while you're, if you're training for a marathon or a 5k or whatever, your body actually starts to become more efficient at cardio over time. So meaning that it will use less fuel and burn less calories during your run because you're getting better at cardio, which means your body is just simply being more efficient at it, not needing as much fuel or as many calories. So that is the one issue with cardio is that over time you actually get better at it, meaning that you're burning less calories. Whereas weight training is the opposite. The more muscle mass that you have over time, the more calories that you're burning, especially when you're adding a progressive overload. So what is cardio good for though? Cardio is like I mentioned, really good for endurance, building up your aerobic capacity, and also just being a part of your daily routine. As a personal trainer, I'm not big on adding in a bunch of cardio to somebody's weight training or workout program, mainly because I feel like cardiovascular activity can be done as a part of your everyday life. I don't really feel most people need to add in a bunch of running or things like that into their routine just so that they can burn some calories to lose weight. If anything, adding in walking is excellent, doing other activities that you enjoy, bike riding, gardening, whatever, where you're getting yourself up and moving. A lot of people associate cardio with, I need to run, but actually you don't need to run. Don't get me wrong. If you enjoy running by all means, please, keep on running, do your thing. I have clients who are marathon runners. They love it. Running is their thing. That's great. Continue doing that, but you don't have to run to do cardiovascular activity. You can walk, you can hike, you can bike, you can swim, you can do many other activities that actually don't involve running. Even for myself, my main form of cardio is walking. And that's because number one, I'm not a runner. I've never enjoyed running, never really liked it. Um, and now with having multiple injuries to my knees and stuff like that, I find running quite hard on my knees. Um, the other forms of cardio that I do have are actually usually jujitsu and kickboxing. So which in those sports, having good cardio is very important, right? So, um, it's just something to really think about that cardio can be used as a part of your daily life rather than something where you have to hop on the treadmill for an hour every single day. So our cardio and weight training is one better than the other. No, one is not better than the other because they're different. They're not the same. They are actually different because they do different things. Weight training's job is to help build and maintain muscle mass and make you stronger. Cardio, on the other hand, is to help train your heart and lungs and your conditioning. So in that, they aren't the same. And it's unfortunate that they always get compared as if they are the same. It's always weight training versus cardio, weight training versus cardio, when it should actually be a combination of the two. So they are different, but they work well together. Having cardio makes you better at weight training because you have better endurance, better aerobic capacity and doing car and doing weight training makes you better with your cardio because you're stronger. Your form will be better. You have more muscle mass. So for example, my clients were runners, or if you're just a runner in general or a swimmer, you're doing weight training will actually help make you a better runner, a better swimmer, because you'll have more muscle mass. You'll be able to move better. You're more efficient because you're stronger. And not only that, you'll have better form while you're running or swimming. So if you look at, for example, Olympic swimmers, Olympic runners, if you're looking at high endurance athletes, basketball players, soccer players, people who need a lot of cardio for their sport, they also include weight training as 
as a part of their training routines because it helps them with their sports, especially for things like basketball and soccer, where you're constantly stopping, pivoting, turning. You need muscles to be able to support your joints during all those harsh movements. Now, as far as a weight loss and a fat loss perspective, you do get more bang for your buck with weight training, just for the overall calorie burn, getting yourself stronger, adding more muscle mass, the impact that it has on your metabolism. Weight training is optimal for fat loss and weight loss. However, though, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing cardiovascular activity just to, if anything, help with your overall health for your heart and lungs. However, though, like I mentioned before, you don't have to do running. A lot of people associate cardio with running and hit. You don't have to do running. You can walk, you can bike, you can do all of those other things instead. So I hope that you found this helpful and this information helpful that weight training versus cardio, I don't even really consider it one against the other. That is something to use together. I hope that you found this information very helpful and clarified some things and some questions for you so that you can find what's best for you and your goals. If you're looking for some help for workout programs, I actually do offer online personal training. Uh, the nice thing about it is I can give you a program completely customized to your goal, wherever you are in the world with whatever equipment you have available to you. So if you're curious about that and wanting more information, feel free to either hit me up on Instagram or you can email me Jackie at fit like a girl, all one word dot CA. And I would be super happy to be able to help you. There's also more information if you're not sure about it on my website, www.fitlikeagirl.ca. So again, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope that you found the information for today very, very helpful. And don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Jackie.fitlikeagirl. It is also my same name that I use on TikTok. If you also had any questions or topics for future podcasts, definitely you can send me an email or hit me up on Instagram. I'll post all of those links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate a five-star review, a thumbs up, a message on Instagram saying, Hey, I really enjoyed that. Just so that I know that you're liking what I do here on the podcast. Thank you so much again for listening. My name is Jackie and I will see you next time.